0: the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hey, it's Jerrica Phillips, your communication strategist and hometown girl. I'm hanging with Ina Esco on Verbally Effective. Hey, yo, Mike, check one, two, one, two. It's DJ D. Nice, and I'm rocking with double E, Ina Esco with the Verbally Effective podcast. Verbally effective, your double E, Ina Esco, in the building. How is everyone doing? Uh, Check it out. I need you guys to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, that Ina Esco YouTube channel. I want to send a huge shout out to Spotlight Productions for allowing me to pod in this space. We're going to get right into it with one of my good friends from Batesville, Mississippi. He is the CEO of PTE Label. Um, you've seen him numerous times in the entertainment industry, uh, mostly with Soulja Boy and quite a few other artists. He has become a mogul in the industry. We're going to talk about all of his money moves. We're going to get all in his business when he getting married. We're going to talk about A1 Consultant. What's up, Miami Mike?
1: I'm out here. I'm out here. you out here? here. I'm out here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for
0: coming. I seen you in my
1: five, ten years. I
0: know. It's been a minute, huh? You've
1: been dodging me. I ain't for no money. I I don't never
0: dodge you, Miami Mike. I'm here. Look, I'm the one here. You the one out and about. You outside. You been outside.
1: Outside looking in. (laughs)
0: Outside looking in. Uh, You know, I remember when I used to work at K97. Um, It was Clear Channel then. And I used to do this late night show, like from 10 p.m., to 6 a.m. on the weekends, you would call me up there, Eno. what's up, this Miami, play that songs, boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the records played.
0: And hey, you've been doing it. Yeah. You have was, been doing it. But well, that was
1: before he blew up, though. You didn't know, nobody know who he was, though.
0: That was. I can't
1: believe you remember that. That's funny.
0: I do remember that. And look at him now. Yeah. And look at you now. Yeah. Let's start at the beginning, yeah. Miami, Mike. We know you're from Batesville, Mississippi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about growing up in Batesville cuz you know, um you, I know you know my husband Jamie, he's from yeah. Batesville, and I've only been keen to Batesville for maybe the past 15 or so years. I like Batesville. Tell me about you growing up there.
1: Uh it was like uh I grew up in the hood, so, you but he he had money. They grew up in the they they in the upper echelon. They had a big house on that stuff. It wasn't always
0: like I that. I'm just
1: saying it was the divisional us because okay. we were the projects. We paying four bedrooms. So
0: okay, big family too.
1: Yeah, we 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 paying fifteen dollars a month rent. goddamn. Shy.
0: Shy. <laughs> and you was the only boy.
1: Yeah, five girls, sisters. All of them. They did my mama. Yeah, all of them. Yep. All,
0: especially uh Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, um, you know, she's my former hairstylist. But when I went natural, she was like, girl, bye. Because <laughs> but, you know, that's my girl. She, um, she
1: always talk about you.
0: Yes, that's my girl. But um, check it out. So Batesville, Mississippi, um, you know, I know that you had spent some time in prison for a minute because we just going to get into yeah, all of the, yeah. the facts first before we jump into all of the yeah, other yeah, things yeah. I want to talk that's about. Why did you go to prison?
1: Uh, drugs and money and stuff like that.
0: How long were you there?
1: I was there for seven years.
0: Seven years. What's yeah. your biggest lesson you learned while you were there?
1: uh should uh, not to break the law.
0: <laughs> not to break the law.
1: Yeah, I had I had like two life sentences, but I got off of it, so I wound up getting out since seven years. Yeah, I was fighting while I was locked up.
0: Okay. And, and what year was that you got out?
1: I, I went in in two in in, in nineteen ninety six, and I got out in two
0: thousand two. Two thousand two. Yep. So yeah, when you October, got out, yeah, October
1: two thousand two.
0: I know you will never forget that day.
1: I told the second I kissed the ground, they was they were laughing. at when I got I kissed the ground, I tongue kissed the ground. I like, Look, you I was ready to get, to get, to get like, out. Man, I was so happy to get out.
0: Did you know you was gonna get right to the money when you get out?
1: Oh yeah, I already knew. I already knew what it was.
0: So what was the first plan? I
1: already had something stacked up. Uh, I was ready to go to the stash.
0: You was ready to go to the stash. Yeah,
1: I was. I already knew what it was. <laughs> was
0: it with Soulja Boy or was it something I, I didn't different? I not know. What it was, I just
1: wanted to get to the bag. I already knew I was gonna get
0: it. Okay, you was gonna get it. It was. He was gonna,
1: gonna I knew. I, I knew. You know. So okay. I already knew. I had a plan.
0: But prior to you going into prison, you were already in the music business, correct? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So I'll, tell
0: me about that. But when I was
1: I was in there before I went, but I really was like into it. Like I was in it in the wrong way. I was like doing concerts. I was like a silent investor doing major concerts and. Get people like two hundred thousand. They give me back like three hundred thousand back or something. And I was doing it like that. Mm-hmm. But I really don't do clean my money. I wasn't in the series, so I was said, I a serious, so I said, I am gonna take it serious when I got out. Yeah, and yeah. that
0: was a good way to clean your money.
1: Yeah, y'all, you know, the ticketmaster myself. I could just couldn't wait to Tuesday's and money, whatever. Get that, get that check. But, uh but I, I, I when I was locked up, I said, man, I am just gonna do this shit right when I get out, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you know what I am saying? Yeah. Get a job or some shit, you know? You didn't want to get no job. <laughs> you
0: didn't want to get no, like, 9 to 5. Have you ever had a 9 to 5?
1: Yeah, I used to work at uh, 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 McDonald's. What? Yeah, when I, I worked at uh, a store called Big Star. Yeah. I
0: don't know Big Star. Yeah,
1: I worked at McDonald's, and I worked at Big Star, Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay, and yeah. when you were in high school, what were you into in high school? Like, what what was Miami Mike, like, you know?
1: When I was in high school, I didn't play no sports, man. I had a... Uh,
0: really?
1: Had, man... I had I had I had tried to play football one time. Them motherfuckers me so hard. Man, I like man, fuck this. I was and like y'all on the side. I, I, out I, there. I, 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 I was on the sideline on the coast. Hey Mike, you talk this, this is the Chili's of football. I was oh, holding have the ball. So you were trying to talk to the
0: women. I was just
1: saying. Hey, oh man. my God. Okay. Okay. I was getting too mad when it was hit me. I, I couldn't take it. Like it was for me.
0: Okay, I got you. So you had to get to the money.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was trying to get it back. You know, basically it wasn't fast enough. I know you can go pro all this stuff, but you know you, you, when you' young and you ain't thinking about all that, you just trying okay. to get that now money.
0: Yeah, and you know what, Batesville they breeded a lot of uh, yeah NFL uh, players. Yeah, NFL players. Some yep. of your friends.
1: Yeah, the Shades, the Wayne, a couple of yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about something that recently happened. Um, and you and I kind of talked about this prior to today. Um, Marks Mississippi, they just produced the um, had the induction ceremony for the R and B Hall of Fame.
1: Yes, they did. Yep,
0: and you're a board member. Yes, yes. And Tennessee passed up on that opportunity.
1: Just like they did the casinos, Memphis always do that, you know.
0: Why is that? I don't
1: know, but but, but Mississippi needed it. That's good. They did. You no, know?
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's good for Mississippi.
1: I, to me, my my personal opinion, I heard some people. I think that because it was called the Stax Museum. And, and Sun Studios, so they didn't want to lose their tourists. That's what I think. I think was some Memphis inside politics. That's what I think. It's always. Because why else could you do that? Because you got to look at this, is a $100 million project. You got to look at Look how busy Grayson is every day. Mm-hmm. It's just one person. So you're going to induct a couple hundred people down here and like, have exhibits for people like like Michael Jackson, in yeah. Elvis and stuff like that, and James Brown, all these people, Rita Franklin, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and rappers too. So yeah. you got... No, no, look at Cleveland Hall of Fame. Look at Nashville got the uh Country Music Hall of Fame and uh Cleveland got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, I think a day in tourism get like three hundred thousand a day, That would the tourists spend wow. a day on just tourism and uh and then the inductors they'd be real big when they had everybody come in. So you gotta look at when they when they just think about when they duck and either break or people like that when they come down and oh do the God. shows and stuff down there at the amphitheater, mm-hmm. it's big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's big. Because and I, I really didn't know we didn't have no R&B Hall of Fame. I thought we had one.
0: I thought we did Man, too. I was like, well, yeah.
1: So out I'm of glad. all
0: genres, R&B yeah. is yeah. really like the last to get one.
1: Yeah, it's but R&B and blues, it's ribbon and blues in you know, hip hop. It's gonna be for both and hip hop. and they're gonna induct people that are not just say. They inducted Donnie Simpson so it's like people are the part of the entertainment mm-hmm. too so it ain't just you can you can, it's mostly for singers and stuff like might induct you cuz you like you you're you're a legend in the radio right here you know okay i'll take yeah. like it thank so, you so I'm saying so it ain't just for it's 90% for people that are in the music business you know what I'm saying but like i was talking to the founder of Lamont and uh and and, and JP the lady who brought me on board to meet Lamont the founder and uh uh, the other thing, uh, and he was, they was talking about the guy that Elvis Presley grew up around, he learned a lot from, they was talking about inducting him, so they was trying to get mm-hmm. in contact with his people. I was, it was, it was all on the conference call, and they were like, yeah, the guy that Elvis Presley learned a lot from and taught him, we're going to induct him, so it ain't just about the artist. It's like, yeah. some, it, might, it might be somebody the artist learned from, or the artist, artist. This, this guy was Elvis' mentor, that's who he was.
0: Okay, it's so about contribution. Yeah, they're they, going to gonna they, induct him. Okay, I saw Bobby Rush on a picture with you. So Bobby, yeah, was that's out my there. first time. I
1: mean, it was so crazy. He knew who I was. I couldn't believe he it. He did. Yeah.
0: What did he say when he met, when he met you?
1: I was like, Mr. Rush, it's it's an honor to meet you, man, man. He said, I know who you is. All I remember right. you, Soldier Boy, first y'all show in Birmingham. <laughs> I, I was on the show. I like. We sure did this show in Birmingham. Did the McDonald's battle. He said, yeah, I was an investor with Mr. Ray. Uh-huh. i like, for real? I didn't know that? I knew he, he wasn't lying. Because uh-huh. there was some soldier for his first boss. He said, yeah. He said, man, I, I was an investor on in that show. Because uh-huh. they was telling me about soldier when he was on the company They were talking about you and soldier. I like, appreciate that. I mean, I told him that mean a lot to me. That's amazing.
0: Things yeah. are coming full circle for you.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. Because I've been... I, this like to say everybody in the south like Bobby Rush, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Now he, he just put know, on a show, and just to know that he knew who I was, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who he was.
0: Wow, I, you didn't know who I, he was. I knew was. he was, but oh. I
1: didn't know he knew who I was. But it's just like because yeah. I guess I look up to him all these years, my dad, like and my mom, everybody, mm-hmm. and I meet him. Then he told me he had been knowing me for like yeah fifteen years. Never and really I never knew there. it. He gave me his direct cell and everything. Let's stay in touch. Wow. And he told me uh. That I, yeah, that he want to work with me and all kind of stuff. So like, so, so I'm going to start he- working, helping with him. And he's going to let me work with him, like doing some management, road management. He's a in LA when he's in this area and stuff like, like he really messed with me, man, a long way. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: major. Now as a board member for the R&B Hall of Fame, what are your duties?
1: Just on the board, man. We like induct people and, and mm-hmm. figure out who we need to induct and so y'all stuff like the that. The
0: selection process.
1: Yeah, kind of like the Grammy, kind of like they do with the Grammy voting thing. I guess you know. Yeah. Like the board of the city, the city council, you know. Yeah. So Politics. everything go, everything go to us, you know.
0: Look, look, I know who I'm gonna call. I'm calling yeah. Miami. <laughs> I'm on the board,
1: baby, and the board pay good. The board they pay, pay good. Six figure.
0: Six figure. So yeah. you all do the inductions annually.
1: Well, they're gonna be doing them all the time. Not annually. Oh, you gotta look, at, they the got time. we got to induct 250. Uh, people in the next four years.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of people. And it's going to take them three
1: years. Oh, yeah. They're going to take them three years to build a thing, though. Yeah. The well,
0: amphitheater. Oh, that's not, already built.
1: No, nah, they got to build everything. It just a the groundbreaking. They're going to build an okay. amphitheater. They're going to build a museum. They're going to build a class. It's that's everything a on the video, aren't you? Yeah. It's, yes. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a $100 million project. Wow. So in, uh, that's going to take years. some time.
0: About yeah. three years. So um, I definitely want to talk about it on the podcast. But Bill is
1: going to be opening it up as they finish them, though.
0: Okay, So. okay, yeah. Cause Hotels
1: re- and clubs and everything.
0: I really wanted to hit on it because I don't think a lot of people know about it.
1: Because, cause, because like it's, we just did the groundbreaking. Only really people knew about it was people like the board being assigned to and people that was investing in it and like the state of Mississippi. Because so, like I said, I know a lot of people in Marks, Mississippi, like everybody I talked to about, they didn't even know nothing about it. You know, in Marks, didn't
0: even know. They
1: didn't even know, but everybody know now. since the groundbreaking, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all that. Yeah. You feel me?
0: Wow. Okay, so and that's going to be I was ancient. telling that
1: some people, like, man, they ain't going to do that down here. Hey, bro, you build this. I don't care what you build. said people going to come. This is an yeah. R&B Hall of Fame. It ain't, like, you're inducting these people. Like, when just say you induct, No No, okay, they locked up. I okay, can say him. Just say you're induct. I, I always say Nita Baker because I like her music. I and and you know how many people going to come when they induct her and mm-hmm. see her perform and all that? She she's
0: definitely going to get
1: inducted. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know it. You already know that.
0: Wow, okay. So, I look forward to seeing how everything is progressing with the R&B Hall of Fame. I'll be in touch on them selections as well. Now, recently, um, you know, because you got about a million followers on Instagram. I was checking out your IG. <laughs> I saw you hanging out with my cowboy, Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Yeah, Zeke, my people, man. What y'all
0: was doing on IG at the party. I was uh, yeah. look at the cowboy.
1: yeah. It uh, was, at, we was at a was a little little low key party. We was chilling and just chilling. You know, I'm a big cowboy fan, and I'm cool with one of his uh, partners, Mike, and him. And I I supposed to be going, going to a game uh, uh, in Philly, but I ain't gonna be able to make it because I got some more stuff to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, he cool, man. He down to earth, you know.
0: Yeah. So you were in Dallas. Texas. Yeah, I had
1: to take that picture down. Uh, cause that picture I had I had to archive because they because like the date the night we took that picture. He's supposed to be there. He's supposed to be practice or something. Then they, the next Ooh. day, he's supposed to be at the club. So I posted it come a couple days later. Uh, his, his boy Big Mike called me and said, Zeke, to take that picture down, Mike." I mm-hmm. my picture. I said, "Man, I said, man, this ain't no naked women." He said, "Man, we ain't supposed to be at the club." I said, oh, "Okay, say no more." Oh so my I God! It, yeah, for like yeah a, don't be getting Ezekiel in trouble. I didn't know. I didn't know. Shoot, he was. But look how social didn't media can that.
0: get you caught
1: up. Yeah, he didn't say that when uh, we were taking pictures. He didn't say right. Mike don't post it. It
0: looked like he didn't have a care in the world.
1: I know he didn't say don't post it or nothing, but you know.
0: Wow! Was Speaking funny. of social, Cause media. because it would get so
1: many views. Because like, yes, when I put it, was. It, it was. They said it was his explore page, and everybody was seeing it. And it got to him because he, cause like, he, I guess it got to him like that bitch should get some traction. I guess when they had like a 200 likes, they didn't think going to do nothing. But I think it got to like twenty thousand likes, and they saw Yes, and, it said, and it had on my page. It had like it had like a thousand shares.
0: Yes, because the Cowboys don't yeah. play. Ezekiel don't play. Yeah. Let's talk about social media, because I think you were pretty much on the forefront. Of this huge conglomerate called social media, when it began, um, especially with the career of Soldier Boy, how have you seen the landscape of social media change from when you first started with it to now?
1: It's just funny you ask that question, man. Uh, You know, I'm a, I'm from the streets. I'm a doboy. boy. We used to like I didn't like taking pictures because it's the police stuff. You know, police take pictures and and We'd set you fed. up. You get in trouble. So yeah. I used to stay away from taking pictures. So when I finally got into it, I was it was so done. I was like, Mike, man, you got to open up. So I finally got into social media. And it took me a minute. You know what I'm saying? About a year or so. When I opened up to it, finally, I, I started digging it. I said, okay, I got it now. And then, because like I was doing parties, uh, I was doing parties and they was doing good word of mouth. But when I back then I had my space, I fuck around and put that flyer on my space. It was over. My shit had a line around a building. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh fuck with this shit. You saw
0: the Cause I was
1: used it. to just taking the flyers and get there about to have my street team yeah. and get people fly. But that social media was different. Cause like, it's so funny. Uh I had to make your guy to get on social media. He didn't even like it. Like uh, like I I told him what I went through and all that stuff and, and he did not like it. But at the same time, it's so funny, him, Yo Gotti, Rick Ross, Jeezy, all the niggas just talk about us. Me and Soldier coming, we come with all the cameras and taking like, man, these niggas come, all these cameras and taking pictures and shit, mm-hmm. all this police shit, joking with us and shit. And but not okay everybody done. But you know, we was ahead of time, like you said, we already knew what it was. Like I said, Soldier was one of the first people on YouTube, so I learned a lot from him about it, and he put basically put me on it. But then when I go. By him being on it early, before anybody was on it, like I said, people thought I had him selling drugs, but he was actually doing shows because people was booking off, off his MySpace and Bebo stuff, and we was going out of town doing shows, and we were not doing no shows in Baysville or Memphis enough because he had just moved from Atlanta. And so it looked like he was selling drugs for me, but we weren't, we was trafficking drugs. There was auntie thought, but we actually was going shows because people was booking him from his MySpace and his Bebo. Because at the time, like I know when I first got one, he had like 80,000 80, followers on, friends on MySpace. That's big back then, but mm-hmm. and in three weeks, he shit popped. He went to like three hundred thousand.
0: That's amazing.
1: On three weeks or three, or, five, or four, it went no more than a month and a half. But, mm-hmm. but it just it just skyrocketed. But and he had three managers before he got me. But then I don't know what they was doing. But so as soon as he got me, I already knew what to do. So like two weeks later, I said, man, put my my IG on your. I put my I put my email on your, in my phone, number, on your on your on your uh, on your profile picture on your on your MySpace, and it went from there. It
0: went from there. Next week all the
1: all the people I knew when I was doing shows, watching money, I'm like, man, I got this artist, put him on your show. You got T.I. Smiley, put him on your show. I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna, I'll give you what you need or whatever. Some people charge me some, let me do it for free. So that's how that happened. We're just pushing the records, and uh, and like I said, like like we've been taking taking pictures the whole way, documenting everything. When we did our first documentary, the guy did did our documentary. He did one or two part documentary named Peter Snyder Sniper or something. This man, he ain't never seen nobody with too much material. We had too much documented material, but you know, social media it just it just like it's just the new the new way to do it. You got to be with it or not with yeah. it. So it just it can make stuff a lot easier. It can be it can be a problem and it can be and and it can be a help. But no, it's depending on you. Just like a gun, a gun can be a problem or it can be a help. It's on you. Yeah. So you got to know how to use it.
0: Yeah, and that was good. You guys jumped in early. Yeah. Jumped in real early. But just like I asked you about, you know, how social media has changed for you, how has radio changed for you in this right. game?
1: But, you know, one thing about this, people talking about radio ain't never going out of business. You know why? Because people are going to never stop listening. You got to listen. And radio going to make its money. I'll be telling people, they like, man, they like, I'm going viral on YouTube. I said, bro, let me tell you something. You go viral on Facebook, It's too many people going viral. You go viral on Instagram. You know what? six, seven weeks it's gonna die down. Somebody it's gonna come with some how to go viral. You gotta get that radio behind it. That's why them, them that's why the major labels go to the radio. You put this song on the radio, that bitch get to play in twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker hate your song, they're gonna start singing in here. Yep and that's what radio do they gonna program you to like it. So you gotta have that radio keep them get them put them, keep them legs on that Y'all song to go it. viral. You ain't got it. the radio, that shit gonna uh and then they, cause it's yeah. gonna be somebody to go viral in the next couple of weeks. They're gonna, mm-hmm. they're gonna stop listening to your shit. But just see on the radio, in the in that system with the with that machine. Okay. Motherfucker hate your shit. They hear it so many times. They're like, we singing like them. I like it.
0: I agree with you. I agree yeah, with you. That's the truth. I'm telling you. Um, but one thing I have noticed with radio, being in the radio business, is I don't see artists coming through no more like they used to. They think to. they don't
1: need it. But the end so of the, it's
0: really them the they, they probably think
1: they don't. Yeah, they, they, you going to need it. Like, let me tell you something. Beast by Dre, I know the guy that, that made them, the guy, the billionaire guy that made them. I know Jim Alvin. But Social First got signed. Beast by Dre. It was just a regular headphone. It was playing good because I had, I had somebody in the pair I know. I, had, I gave everybody a new two or three pair because they was giving it to us. Now you know how you get something knew mm-hmm. You market it. Yeah. You got to do the promo. And uh, we was in the office, uh, Mr. Irving, I like, man, uh, they were so happy about the headphones. I didn't understand because you got to look at back then when nobody went headphones. I said, "Miss I mean, I'm the type of people who want to know because they're so happy about the headphones. We're in the office. Because, uh, I remember that day because he asked Soldier what he wants. Soldier said, he thought Soja wanted some kind of big steak or something like that from Mr. Charles or something. And he's like, man, I want a hamburger. He, come and leave. He, wanted, he said, all this stuff you can get, you can get anything you want. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You want a hamburger? He said, "Yeah, I want a hamburger." And he couldn't believe that, and we were just talking about stuff. And I and I would talk, was he was talking about the headphones. I said, "Mr. Iveen, what's so special about some headphones? Because I just wanted to know. Because I I couldn't figure it out. Because wasn't nobody wearing them, right? You got to look at the time. It wasn't cool. Right. But headphones, it wasn't like it wasn't nobody wearing. Them. So uh, he said, "He said, Mike, this is going on. Tower Records, blockbusters, all this shit, finna go out. He didn't say shit. All this stuff in to go out of business. How he said it. It was unbelievable but I was listening because he said that. But in fast forward, man, all that stuff went out of business, like he said. Mm -hmm. Every time that shit happened, I I listened to what he said. He knew this shit before it happened. So he said, Tower Records, Blockbuster, all these places are going to go out of business. He said, look, people are going to stop buying CDs, they're going to stop buying music. But you know what? They ain't going to never stop listening to it. I said, man, that's smart. He said, they ain't gonna stop listening to it. But this is before we, they, we, they, we knew how we was gonna do the download and the streaming and all that. But he knew that people weren't gonna, they were gonna stop buying physical CDs and buying music. But he, but he knew they were gonna never stop listening to it.
0: Right. So he
1: got in the headphone game early. Early? So, so I said, Mr. Arvin, how are you gonna promote it? He said, I own Interscope. He said, I'm about to be a billionaire, and, and, and I own Interscope. He said something like that. we were just talking. He wasn't being cocky or nothing because it was just between us. You know, it was like five, six people in the room, about ten people in the most. And uh he said that he owned Interscope. Fifty cent. Everybody on there, Mary J. Blige, everybody Interscope, Gavin, he, They do a video. He's just gonna put it in there. Soldier do a video. I'm just gonna put it in there. Gonna wear it. That's what he said. And that's how you market it. Wow. Everybody just, everybody just for school back then that you saw him with some Beast by Dre on their, in their videos. Just what he did. Soulja Boy, Pretty Boy, Squad, all that stuff. They had them, they had they had them headphones. He put them in the video. Everybody Lady Gaga, everybody. He said, he said, everybody, all my artists gonna wear them in the videos.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna put them in. I said, I like, man, you just gonna put them in? He said, I own it. Yeah. Ain't no not putting it in. He said, I'm gonna just put in the video. That's what he said. And nobody wow. gonna tell him. Lady Gaga, nobody gonna tell him, Mr. I I don't want your headphones in my video. Hell no, he wasn't cutting the check. You yeah. could put anything in there, you know what I'm saying? Man. So that's what he did. He had that
0: foresight.
1: Man, the what? industry knowledge. I remember that to this day, man. I'm like, man, that's crazy. man told me Blockbuster, all the – you got to look at – I'm new to this. I don't – I'm happy Soldier gets signed on it. We've been looking for this a long time. Uh, Ain't nobody wearing headphones, but the headphones was good as hell because it sounded sound good, the clearest head, the clearest I ever, had ever heard. And he told me some – we were talking about Blockbuster gonna go out of business, all this stuff. And it just is like unbelievable because these are right. the biggest chains at the time. You know, Blockbusters and stuff like this and Tower Records. I and birth, feel you. Uh, and like he told me, stuff gonna go out of business in the next four or five years. He mm-hmm. said, it's the people gonna stop buying music. They are gonna start, but they ain't gonna stop listening to it. Yeah. That's crazy. I said, man, you smart.
0: That is crazy, because, you know, I agree. And you got to think like about you, you streaming
1: it, You ain't buying it, you listen to it. you rent renting it. Like Netflix. You don't own Netflix. You're paying 19 dollars a month. It was $5 a month when it started. It was 3 dollars they hitting us if in the, the head it. now. You don't own it. You don't own it, but you streaming it. And Just then you like get like
0: addicted music. to it. You don't yeah. want to let it go. Just
1: like music. So like the music, like Apple, Spotify, all that stuff. You're streaming it. You don't own it, but you're paying that $9 a month like it ain't nothing.
0: Yes. Wow. So you
1: ain't buying it, but you, you're not buying it, but you're listening to it.
0: You, we listening to it. We listening to it. The man
1: told me that a long time ago. i never forget that.
0: But you know what else is amazing? Like you said, artists feel like they don't need to come to radio, but radio will never die. Where I am
1: saying... The radio is going was gonna to die. The, the neighbors won't be using it. This, this, this the label marketing point. No, they got to have this radio. Cause you gotta you got to look at it. Every car come with a radio. Every car don't come with a TV.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: 106 Apart went off because everybody don't watch TV like that. But no, everybody, every car you get come with a radio. Yeah. You got to look at it. It's 8 billion people in the world. Everybody ain't got a TV, but yeah. everybody got radios. That's true.
0: That's true. A lot of countries
1: you go to, man, people listen to radio. They don't have a TV. People right. understand that, man. People don't want to go nowhere, but America, they think everything is based off of America. It's a free country, all that, but it's a more country beside America. So They're still
0: at, pushing artists to do radio.
1: You got to do radio. Yeah. You got to do your own bag. You're going to have to.
0: But there's so many artists, I guess, that don't have management that just yeah. think when they go viral, they can do what they want to do. Oh, this is going to keep but, me alive. But industry. you get
1: hot in your own bag. You got to look at just say an artist in Memphis trying to come out. he get his stuff on the radio in Memphis. You get hot in Memphis. It's gonna rotate to the next city if you get hot. Then DJ's are gonna start playing in the club. That's mm-hmm. gonna, that's, that's putting legs on your on your record. Mm-hmm. They start to play in the club, and before you know it, people are gonna start booking you.
0: Yeah.
1: So they're gonna get you booked and all that. So just yeah. think about it. Okay. Rich Homie Korn, for example. Ricky Smiley show first came out. Ricky Smiley was syndicated in sixty seventy cities, I think. His Rick, a lot of people don't know this. His I know the facts behind it because I know the rec- I don't record promoters like Lester Pace, all these people. I talk to them all the time. That that one show alone, Ricky Smiley Morning Show broke his record, some type of, his first record. Because you got to look at it, he was playing in 75 cities at one time on the radio. That's mm-hmm. then that alone. So just That's imagine education. you get on the Bruffle Club now in 300 cities. Right. That stuff going already, the Bruffle Club by itself. So just imagine you're doing Memphis, you're doing Little Rock, you're doing... Nashville, you're doing Atlanta, the cities like that alone will blow you up. Like you're gonna plant them in New York alone, in LA. The big so, market. Yeah, so, but all the real cause like, it, it just, you got, it's it just a good thing to do. You can't stretch it out. Yeah. Cause, well, cause it, can, it can, it can, it's a cheat code. It really cheat you cause you're telling is. these people, this is your music. You get somebody in your city, you can give it to them. They'll have your stuff, they won't listen to it. They'll have mm-hmm. it, but they're here on the radio, like, oh, I like that. They're gonna go listen. They're going oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They come, I had to CD two years. I didn't know I had it, but that's how it be. Because once it get there like that snowball, if it starts rolling slow, it starts getting bigger and bigger. It's over. Yeah.
0: It's over. Okay, Mr. Cheat Code and Mr. Foresight, let me ask you this then. Since, you know, I, I know you have all this knowledge and experience, what's your foresight on podcasting? Now, that's why I do see artists uh, going to get podcast.
1: Podcasts, it's like it, people listen. Like I told you, it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just getting bigger. Just like these artists going with these CDs and got a song trying to go hit, get hit and go viral and get a deal. Shit. These motherfuckers podcast can deal now. So my guy that, uh, got, uh, you heard of the fresh and fit podcast and, uh, the so Fresh and, and Fit podcast. podcast. down in Miami. Mm-mm. Well, it got a deal with Spotify for a couple million dollars a, a, couple, a couple months ago. I, I saw the whole process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They came in and gave them a deal, and they, and they got a production thing like a TV. So podcasts are getting deals, too.
0: They get just deals. Just like DJ Academy
1: just got a big multi-million dollar wow. deal with podcasts with Spotify.
0: But, see, that's the thing with the Spotify deals. You're exclusive to Spotify.
1: But still, though, you got to call for your walk and get that bag. You know what I'm saying? You do, right. You, you can do. You start another podcast. You get popping enough and, yeah. and, and own that bitch and have somebody else on that bitch. That's what labels do. You're you the forefront. They own the record. And they, that's why they get all the money. A song make $100 million. The label, yeah. get, the label get $90 million, and then artists get $10 million. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's just by owning stuff.
0: That's true. Because yeah. And I say that because. So, you get a
1: deal right now for podcast. Mm-hmm. So just say Spotify give you a deal right now for $10 million. <laughs> And they pay you so much, you get your crew, your production, do that. Shit, you got extra money. You can sign another podcast over there and you can promote that shit on your shit like Angel Lee did. She would promote her lip service shit on Perfect Club. And that shit finally popped off. So right. you just gotta work that shit.
0: Just gotta work it. Just so you gotta
1: can, work you can, it. You can, you can sell the soul to the devil and you can sacrifice something for something.
0: Boom. Look, I feel. But you, podcasts are
1: getting deals just like just like artists are getting deals now. So and then people like to hear you talk. You know what I'm saying? And then you can do podcast tours, go to different cities, just like mm-hmm. artists do it and and do your podcast to get popping. You know what I'm saying? Are you, you know interested, know saying?
0: interested in starting
1: a podcast? I, I I love it. I had some some girl from Miami one time call me to me. She wanted me to come on her podcast. I thought she was here. like I said yeah. She wanted me to co-host with her. I like and she like way down, on the other. She was in Miami. She was like way down in Atlanta. She wanted me to come like down there once a week i like, I ain't going to come with it down And She said, man, I think you on there, we can, like, make it pop. I got some investors. I said, man, I said I ain't, I said, they are going to fly me down every week? I said, that's too much, right? I don't want to, if you was like, buy me, I probably would do it. So I, I, I don't have nothing with doing a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a room stop in the back of the soap shop just for a podcast. Like, when somebody want to interview me, I ain't got time to go. They can interview me there.
0: Wow. Yeah. A one-stop shop.
1: Yeah, it just, it's uh, just something uh, private back there, you know?
0: Okay, well, Miami Mike, we're going to get more into your business endeavors. we got to take a quick break, but in the meantime and in between time, you guys subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms, Verbally Effective Podcast. We'll be right hey, back. Hey, I love the
1: sweater. Appreciate You that. like
0: it. You look, look, Miami Mike rocking the Verbally Effective merch. Y'all got to go and check it out. Head to the website, shop.com right now. Hey guys, Ina Esco here back on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Big shout outs to Spotlight Productions, my boy Miami, Mike in the building, CEO of Palm Tree Entertainment. How did you come up with Palm Tree Entertainment? I always Uh, wondered that.
1: uh, Palm Tree Entertainment, uh, that's a good question. You got some good questions about how I come up with Palm Tree Entertainment. Uh, When I was in jail, I started started Palm Tree when I was in jail in 2000. Uh, Yeah, in 2000, I made a fish on paper when I got out in 2002, got it like. No, saying copyright and all that, but uh, you know in the movie life. I had never seen it. How they was talking about the boom boom and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you got to kill time. So I was, I had Palm Tree Entertainment. I was doing concerts. I had a label. So I, you got to, you got to speak it into existence. So every yeah. Friday we would go to Palm Tree Entertainment events, and we was like acting like we at the club and all that what? stuff. What in so jail, was, y'all
0: was doing it?
1: Yeah, so okay, just like on the, the movie life, Act right. like you know you got to get outside the jail. I You understand. know you're not really out. You got to act like it. You, your mind is a strong so thing. I was at the Palm
0: Tree.
1: Man, palm tree on the tank, we on the beach, all that shit. <laughs> anyway, so, and then palm tree, what a palm tree means, you know, in the Bible, a palm tree is real strong, you know what I'm saying? A hurricane gonna come through, and some 90% of the time, gonna blow down everything but a palm tree. But palm tree, most trees, it blows too far, they're gonna break. But a palm tree, it's tall and slim and strong. It'll bend all the way back and it'll stand right all back All the up. way back. That's I me. Mean. You can bend it, but you can't break it. That's I me. Mean. You can bend me and you can't break mm-hmm. me. So so it's, that's part of it because no palm trees in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? they tall and strong. You can bend them, you can't break them. So, and it's also in sense with beautiful entertainment. Uh, back to when I told you I was doing shows all the time and I was investing money. Uh, the only time I lost, I lost. I won when I lost. But every time I lost, it was like rain or snow or something. So I, I looked at how I was making money in what cities. And everywhere with palm trees, at, it's like beautiful. Like I call it beautiful entertainment, too. I made money. Just say we did a show in Jamaica. I made money. We did a show in L.A. We did a show in Miami. We did a show in, in San Francisco. Not San Francisco, San Diego. We did a show in uh, in the Bahamas. Anywhere uh, We did a show in Hawaii. Any, everywhere I did a show with palm trees, I never lost.
0: Mm. Everywhere. Significant.
1: So, i like, damn, punch Entertainment, beautiful entertainment. Because, you know, niggas, black folks, man, it's snow, it's rain, them, them niggas ain't coming. <laughs> man, because, you know, they walk up, you know, they get lambing. So, every, every time I did something where punch was that shit, I always, mm-hmm. I always made money. mm mm-hmm.
0: so, Okay. And
1: then I always made money. I always had good luck around them mugs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You I'm feel surprised me?
0: you ain't planting none in your
1: backyard. I had. I had some man to do it and come through and take care of man. It, <laughs> it, it, the snow messed them up and the yeah. can't put the, we the need plastic more, on them.
0: More sun out here. No,
1: he's supposed to put. You can put the plastic on them to keep them from freezing. That's all. Cause they get the hairy palms. So they live up here. They're the one with the hair around it. No, you, know, you mm-hmm. got some just like scaly. You got some with the little stuff like like look like kind of like you know on the side, look like a, like a, like a pineapple. Yeah. And they got little hair on them. They call them hairy palms. They'll survive.
0: But they didn't take care of them.
1: Yeah, I had went once, but then they, it, it was an ice storm came and they killed them because it was too cold.
0: Dang. it
1: didn't kill them right then. It took them like eight months to die to the ice storm, but they, it still was still strong. Yeah, man.
0: Wow. So palm tree entertainment, that was how it was developed.
1: And all palm trees imported anyway. Palm trees ain't from America. Palm trees from the Middle East. They didn't, was no palm all tree. of them? Yeah, every palm tree you see is imported.
0: All the palm trees in Miami
1: like palm trees wasn't in California that they well, was you better imported. educate me about. Palm the trees in from the Middle East. Okay, Middle yeah, East. Yeah, from the Middle East for African stuff. Oh wow. Just like every lion in the zoo, you, ain't no lions ain't no lions and tigers in America. They came from mm-hmm. Africa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Africa?
1: Yeah, I went to I went to Cape Town. Everybody was like, oh, you shouldn't go to Cape Town. Oh, I wanna go, go to real, Cape Town. It's a real oh. Africa. But I wanna go to Cape Town Cape Town because it's the most modernized and uh See, all the rich white people from all the world moved to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. See, that's why the people in Africa say they, in Africa, a lot of white people stay there, but that's the city everybody want to go to. Like, Madonna got a house there, a lot of big soccer players and stuff, and it just, they speak English there, too. And, uh, like I said, Nelson Mandela was the president, and, uh, this house is a museum now just like Grayson was and even the prison he was in is a museum now like Alcatraz is mm. so it's like a, it's on the island like Alcatraz like that so and you can see a lot of stuff man you can, I went on safari uh I mean when I went to do this said the guy said hey the zoos for kids safari for grown folks <laughs> like, and I went whale watching I went shark diving wow, I, I, I did beautiful. a lot of stuff yeah yeah and uh I just did, I went on Table Mountain it's like one of the seven wonders of the world it's just real pretty they got good food I say that the uh the Mall of Africa. Mall uh when I got Africa. there I didn't know that uh in uh the hotel I was in, it was like it was like a hundred and fifty a night, but they said like in Africa you can't afford to stay there. They said like it's like a month savings to go to one night. But they mm. said uh Obama stayed in the same hotel. Well I didn't know that I got there though. I just wanted a good hotel. Couldn't find an Obama stayed there every time he went. Because it's a nice hotel. It's at the mall, you got a Gucci store in there. In the hook to the hotel, the Gucci store, Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. store, everything is real nice.
0: Yeah. Did you see the poverty side of, of Camilla? Yeah, I wanted to see
1: it too, yeah. I went to sell the poverty side too. I uh, bet
0: that was like bigger than these all the containers, luxurious yeah sides.
1: These containers. dog. Uh, it was so many containers. I'm talking about like hundreds of thousands. I went to a city, a part of it, on top of a mountain. Man, it was so many all the containers were like Jamaica colors. Like in South Africa, they color like Jamaica, black and I mean, orange and I mean uh green, green yellow and orange. It's mm-hmm. kinda like the same color Jamaica got. Everywhere you look, it's like they doing these containers now. It's like they had containers, barbershops, shops, container houses. They were their houses in
0: containers.
1: It, whole city, like you go to a store or barber shop, they got one. Of the, it was instead of a house, they had containers, containers mm. with their houses. So they've been using Africa though all their yeah,
0: money they, in But they've been using,
1: they've been doing containers that Over here now they're doing container pools, container houses. Mm. They've been doing that in Africa. Mm-hmm. Cause they can afford nothing there, but containers that's a good you gotta look at that's a good ad, that's better than look trailer that's your next a trailer investment. house. A trailer house to blow over a, a container, it's too heavy to blow over.
0: That's your next investment. It needs
1: the to container,
0: be. the container business, the
1: container making money
0: because <laughs> y'all hear that the container making money, baby. Yeah, wow. Okay, so let's get into the money moves. Tell me about A1 Consulting.
1: A1 Consulting is my consulting company. What I do, I consult uh, businesses like just say somebody, uh, just say managing. It's cool, I make money, but you know, if an artist ain't making no money, I can't make no money. So well, we got to get to the level they make some money so I can get 20%. But on um, my consulting company, 90% of those guys are business owners, have a business, and they just need information. And they'll pay you a marketing for, for – that's part of marketing. Consulting is, It's in the, the – the to to guide them in their business, you know, so they won't make too many mistakes. Because average business, it's going to do bad the first three years, and you got a tool to get you around them shortcuts, you might can dodge them. All the consultant is advisor. Even the president has an advisor. Mm-hmm. So just say, you got this business. Most people got another business. They not gonna. They not gonna help you. They, they, like you, they competitors. Like McDonald's, you got. To, you got every McDonald's. You see a Burger King a witness across the street. Every TVS, you see a, a Walgreens mm-hmm. across the street. So it's competition out there. So most people with a business, they ain't gonna. That, that people ain't going to tell them how to run it because they just, sometimes they don't know. So you got to get a consultant. That's the best way to do. See how I made so much money selling drugs, well, I hate to say consultant, but I had really had a consultant. You just got to look at, when I was selling drugs, I started 13. I had dudes around me, 25, 30, teach me the game, so I wouldn't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. So they was consulting me. I knew the game. But at the same time, all these guys, 13 and 14, all of them hang together. All of them went to jail, went to the school. No why because they did stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what to do. They learned as they went. So I was learning this shit and get schooled so I didn't make mistakes like that yeah. to run my bag up. So if I wouldn't have had their, cons- their advisement from from, from, uh, from, from, my consultants, mm-hmm. I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I, I would have been like the rest of the 13 years old. And I would have been in jail or farm school or uh, getting robbed or doing the wrong thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I knew not to have the dope on me. and The police come up because the young dude, they, the police come they got dope in their hand. I knew... From the, oh, the OGs, hey put the shit in a bag or and about ten feet away from you and of up when somebody yeah. come go get it. I'll put in these So It's just like, like it's just it's just about learning stuff and, and, and it's like a cheat code. You gotta look at uh just information is key to anything, you know? Sure just like is. uh 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 I had this guy, uh my sister come and say he wanted to do a meeting with me, but he didn't want to pay me. So but I told him, man, like she's I was like, I don't want to so he wanna pay me, cool. I ain't gotta talk to him, cool. I don't, I don't need him, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, so she said I think he I might, like, he really needs to, he know, He needs you. He don't know it. He needs to talk to you because, because he's been losing a lot of money. He just needs to talk to you. I said, okay. She said, uh, so I finally said I'll talk to him. So I got him on the phone. I said, what's up? My guy had looked at his uh, Instagram and all this stuff. He got Gucci shoes, all this stuff, spend a lot of money. His strip club spent a lot of money. And uh, he said, uh, I said, what's up? What you want to talk to me about? How you doing, man? He said, man, yeah, I just want to know. I feel like you're pimping me. I got to pay you for a, a me now. That, that That's like, well, I got to pay you for me. I said listen, bro. That's your money, man. You gotta look at this as a market investing to yourself, bro. You ain't pimp, you gotta look at everybody wanna talk to me every day. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to talk to everybody. But somebody got their bag, I set a meeting over because people wanna meet me every day. It's not nobody pimping you. It's just you learning, you getting a private tutor. You're not paying me uh $2,500, $3,500 for an hour talk. you paying me $2,500 for, for the 10 years worth of mistakes you're not going to make. For the $100,000, you are not going to lose because I t- I'm teaching you this. So that's what you're paying for. And he said, oh, I never looked at it like that. I said, said you're spending money on these Gucci shoes. Are they just like you, can, you spend spending money on yourself. you really spending money on yourself. He said, oh, I ain't never looking like that. Then my sister was like, Mike, see, that's how I want you to talk to her, So you make, you'll make her understand. Mm-hmm. I, said, you can, I said, man, I said, bro, it's just a business. I talk to people for free all the time, but I'm going to get the bag first. I said, just let you go to Beyonce say she, she gonna she gonna take pictures with you if she can. You know what I'm saying? And she don't mind taking pictures for free. She do it all the time. But you know what? Them motherfuckers are paid that fifteen, that fifteen hundred, club. and that thirty, and that thirty, and that, that three thousand, that fifteen hundred dollars. They she get them first. They gonna okay. take a picture with her, Priority. and they are gonna do video drop. <laughs> She's doing them first, mm-hmm. and, and then she tired when she gets to the one for free. She she ain't got to do it. She gonna get the one out the, with the money out the way first. So that's how it is. So I said, bro, I talk to people free all the time, but you know when people book me through my consultant, man, my Coaching dot com, it's different. You know, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So it's just business, man. Because you know what I'm saying, it's it just like put it in your marketing budget, man. You know what I'm saying? You could, even even major labels have advisors and consultants. Mm-hmm. You just don't know it.
0: Yeah. But. So. Are most of your clients in the music business or it spans to entrepreneurs of different, all different kinds?
1: Different, different things, music, I consult managers, producers, mm-hmm. uh, 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 I consult this condom, condom company called B Condom, uh, they just got into 7,000 CBS's, mm. yeah, B Condom's Jason, man, thanks man, Jason's a good guy, man, mm-hmm. uh, and him and fish had called me in, put me on, on the team, man, and and we've been getting it ever since. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know everything, but this certain stuff he didn't know. Like, he didn't know how to work social media. He didn't know how to do this certain type of marketing. He just wanted to pick my brain, but he paid me good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know? Jason Payne over
0: yeah. there, big, big, Yeah,
1: he yeah. yeah, was giving me 7500 a month for like a year.
0: Wow. Yeah. So do you yeah. feel like with A1 Consulting, what you found with your clients is, what is like the top thing that people need to know? Like, what? A lot of,
1: see, see, see the thing about it, man. People think they know everything they don't. You, it's like, it's so much stuff that you don't know, but you think you know it. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing this shit so long. T- uh, you know what I'm saying? I've been in the game 20 years. I know a lot of stuff. I, I learn stuff every year. I thought I knew everything the first day I got in it, but you don't. Mm-hmm. This shit is a business. So you learn stuff every day. Yeah. And people don't know that. Then some people are not going to tell you that information. You're going to have to learn gonna have to, gonna, They want to see you make mistakes and fall. They do. And, and, and uh, so they can say, oh, I told you so. And then sometimes they knew they ain't going to tell you. And some people don't even know, like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna fall, he's gonna do it right. But you know, it just, it's just like having a a, a private a, a tutor. Like you ain't good at math, you had to, your parents pay a tutor to get you up on it. You, you know what I'm saying? But it's like way better because most times people get in the business. That's why they expecting a the business not to make money for the first three, five years. And that's true because it's a hard thing. And because you know anybody in the business, they know that got a business, you buy a business to sell it. You don't buy a business to keep it. You buy a business to build it up and to sell it. But most people don't know that. They'll get it their business out to them and all that. You're supposed to know your business. You can do that, but you're supposed to get a business just blow it up to sell it. Mm-hmm.
0: So what's the biggest challenge that you faced with being an entrepreneur? The biggest challenge?
1: Um, everybody thinks you owe them something. That's a challenge. Everybody thinks you owe some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because when they know childish. you didn't
0: it, they yeah. like with their
1: hand out. And then and then you let people borrow money. They ain't gonna pay you back. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Your family or your girl or your mama, dad, or somebody. You, you gotta get them. To, uh, but like, people just like, they'd yeah, bitch, you get mad about your own money, man. That like, people like, I can do something for a person. Th- just so I give a person a thousand dollar, a hundred times. That, that that one time I said no, I ain't got it. They're gonna be mad. They're gonna forget about the ninety nine times you did it. That's how right. people are. Some, most people are selfish, you know.
0: Yeah. Wow. Just
1: think about only themselves. Therefore, what Miami stands for. Money isn't a major issue. It ain't about money, it's how you treat people. Mm-hmm. You can be mammy either. It's an acronym like Drake, be <laughs> right and kill you everything. You got a lot of
0: acronyms. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I like it. Now let's talk about
1: the soap shop. I went from dope to soap.
0: Some dope soap.
1: I went from dope to soap, from buzz to suds. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh, my
0: God. From buzz to oh, suds, like, from
1: dope to soap. Like Jay-ZZ changed in the, the champagne for, for, for he changed in the dope for champagne. Hell, I heard that on God's, God, God, what that song? Him and Cali God. God did. I just <laughs> heard it day. I said, damn. I said, I traded the damn dope with it for soap.
0: <laughs> you sure did. Because, I mean, who would have thought of that? That's something that everyone it's needs. A, What's it's a, the barrier of century into
1: soap? It's, it's a necessity. You know what I'm saying? You got to look yeah. at everybody needs. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody needs soap, you know what I'm saying? Soap lungeries and also like that. Yeah. And then my partner Rico that it was in it before me and when he first got in, he was trying to get me into it. I didn't see I didn't see the vision. But a couple of years later, after he started buying horses called three, four million dollars and stuff, I'm like, God damn, I might need to get in this shit. Because mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell you to get into it. I didn't understand it. But it's a it's a, it's a game changer. Like I said, during COVID, our sales went up three hundred percent.
0: Three hundred? Three hundred. Where are they now?
1: They, they they ain't no three hundred percent, but you know, <laughs> They huh? boy. I, I, yeah, yeah. They, they, like it was before, It was just everybody wanted. You couldn't keep it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you can't lose. You got you gotta look at it, you can't lose. I always wanted something, because when I was selling drugs, man, on the first and the fifteenth, on Fridays and Saturdays, everybody who made a lot of money. Even from the people that got paid, all the people are the drug dealers, cause they everybody had money like on those days when the money came in. I said I, I need to find something that I can make money all the time like that. And and only thing I thought about it was was some some of that people necessity that they need cuz people got it and the people like I I sell laundry detergent, I sell dishwashing detergent, I sell uh uh bubble bath, I sell uh all purpose cleaner, I sell car wash soap, uh stuff like that. And so I got stuff that's a necessity people need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People can always need some more, they can always run out of it. And it's yeah. about getting it's by getting to people at a good price.
0: So, COVID
1: was really a blessing in your yeah. business. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah, but, yeah, but some you know, it wasn't a blessing for a lot of people. But, you know, uh, I just, it just was like, shit, uh, it just was something I was in. And I, and, and, oh. and I did it at the right time, just like doing an investment <laughs> on Wall Street to stop the okay. stock market crash. You just like you put your money in the stock market yep. and crash, How you put your money in? So I put my money in something and it went up. So it's it a gamble. Wow. It's a gamble. But I knew, I knew it was a. Uh, that's the only thing I compare the dope is soap because I said look, like man I went from dope to soap because you got, you can compare it because it <laughs> sells just like that. Right. I had I had truckloads of fucking dope now I got truckloads of soap Truck and loads. and you got to look at uh drugs and certain certain age people mind like young people and so like that but drugs but soap man your, your preacher wanted your your want wanted everybody everybody I mean, needed everybody wanted it. it's different it's the need same thing it. and it's legal yeah and i was selling rocks for 20 dollars a rock now i was selling soap for 20 dollars a jug
0: <laughs> what a lick
1: yeah but what and these lick. people ain't addicted to it you don't feel bad so yeah. it's just it just
0: yeah wow yeah now i saw that um soldier boy just had a baby did you give him a, 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 a baby shower gift
1: Hey, I'm a I'm I'm the Godfather. Hey. You're the
0: godfather. I, hey, I was up
1: there. I'm finna get hey listen, man. Nobody knows you said it. I had cash. I said, So I'm finna get y'all I'm finna he said, I'm finna I said, I asked man, I forgot to get I'm just gonna get y'all cash Give y'all ba- baby mama cash. He said, Mike, don't do that shit. Go get a go get a gift card, so don't do that. We're gonna, gonna be looking ratchet up here, man. We ain't do it. I said, Man, you right, but I, said, I forgot. He said, We ain't gonna give him no cash, we'll do it another time. I was trying to do it, I was trying to drop some money. He said, We don't do no cash, Mike.' We'll do that shit another time. So this shit was funny as hell, but this is yeah, first he, baby, made me, right? yeah, he made me the godfather. Yeah.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Did he have a little boy? Yep. Yeah. Little boy, I saw that. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. I think no, today I saw that. Um, congratulations, Soldier Boy! Now, what is your relationship relationship like right now with Soldier Boy? You've been from manager. I know you guys are friends. Where yeah, are it's, you all I, today? Let's
1: the same. Oh, you got to look at it, man. We got in this game for, but for us to make some money, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's uh, it's it's like any other relationship, man. It, you know, just say you with a girl and you cheating on her or uh, whatever, she gonna quit your ass. Mm-hmm. You with a job, the motherfucker's bullshit. And you gonna quit? It's just like it, 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 y'all doing each other right. Y'all gonna y'all gonna stay together all the time, like right. us. Like we just we just one hundred with each other. You no, know? we got mm-hmm. someone on our mind. We talk about it. You know, what I'm saying he do some fuck shit. He'll tell me he's sorry. I do some fuck shit. I tell him sorry. We just we just we treat people how we wanna be treated. Like I call him Mammy Soldier off record. You know what I'm saying it's just like. You treat people how you want to be treated. As long as you're doing good business with anybody, like like a business relationship is just like a sexual relationship, a marriage relationship, a friendship. As long as these people are doing right by each other, it's gonna keep on flourishing and go. You got you got a lot of people fall out as friends, and like people fall out as husband and wife, people fall out as as business partners, but. Mm-hmm. If you doing y'all doing right by each other, keeping this shit one hundred and you know, it's just gonna it just gonna roll like that.
0: Yeah, I've been together a long time, yeah, twenty because, plus years.
1: Yeah, because shit, no, I'm a real nigga. I you know what I'm saying if I don't like some fuck shit, I'm gonna let you know. I ain't gonna talk about you behind your back, I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that's some fuck shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like,
0: and people need to hear that. Yeah. So.
1: That's what it's about, man. It ain't, it ain't about no shit. You plan that shit and it will work, but you know, okay. but you know, just about doing right. Just like shit, your husband started cheating on you. Gonna leave his ass. Like y'all been together this long because he been doing right, right? Right. Same with a business relationship.
0: Right.
1: So fuck shit going around. You know what I'm saying? You gonna like? I'm gonna, I ain't with this shit. Right
0: now, speaking of. uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I like like said, so we, we just we just we just do good business. Any girl, any girl he ever talk to, I don't even I don't look at him. The same, he do the same with me. Like if I would date a girl, he even talk to. I was going to ask you about yeah. your
0: love life when you get married and having uh, the
1: babies. Uh, I got three kids already. I, I don't know when I'm getting married, man. Okay, I three. I didn't
0: know that. I
1: got two boys and a girl. Yep. congratulations. Yeah. I didn't but, uh, know that. But right now, I'm a bachelor. I'm saying, you know how that goes. Look go.
0: out here, his whole demeanor child. Uh, I'm a uh, bachelor,
1: Okay. I ain't I wouldn't be no guts up. Know you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm hear saying you. I ain't Let me no ask woman, you
0: this. Yeah? Let me ask you this. What has been the biggest difference between a Mississippi woman and all other women?
1: Mm. Shit, man. I don't know. I don't understand. But most of Mississippi women can cook. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I don't care how pretty a girl is, man. They're going to get you first. It's about her attitude and her conversation mm-hmm. and, and, and her, her mouthpiece. I like a girl who I call with CBS – that's how I call it. That's something I made up. It. It's called Common Book Street Sense. Common
0: Book common Street book Sense. Common Book and Street Sense. And Street three. Sense. Because
1: you got some women, some people got common Same with guys, like a woman talking to them. I, I said, You got a nigga with CBS, don't you? So, like, you got some people with common sense and ain't got no book sense. You know, you got people that's smart as hell and ain't got no common sense.
0: That's true. But
1: you got a motherfucker and got the common sense in the book a sense, nice and in the street sense. Hey, 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 don't matter if she pretty. Yeah, yeah. She got but, a so, head at CBS. but still, a girl can be pretty as hell. But her attitude Fucked all that shit Gonna make her ugly to me Yeah You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Gonna make her ugly Yeah Your attitude can make you ugly as hell But You know That's part of it You know what I'm saying And then you know, Once a nigga Hit that snap I see how tightest tight It's snapping back And all that You know You know Because <laughs> she can cook And I don't make no difference Because I eat out every day anyway You know what I'm saying <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, my Amy. my is a bachelor be, I lady.
1: I don't need to I don't need to be loose. It's a goose. You know what I'm saying. You
0: hear what he saying? That's what he's looking for. That's what he's looking for. Now, I do want to get into SO's Pop Talk before we go because we have really been running our mouths. I've learned so much you more more about you.
1: You got somebody for me? I might. Uh oh. I have, might. Can they handle me? I
0: don't know I, now, I, I, I do
1: You got a Miss Miami for
0: me? <laughs> a Miss Miami, we going to see, <laughs> we going to see. Let, let's jump into Esco's Pop Talk where we kind of get in some of the pop culture news before we go. Now, one of the biggest topics has been Kanye West. Kanye recently, um, I think he was at a uh, fashion show, and he had White Lives Matter on his shirt, standing next to Candace Owens. Um, who's one of the biggest Republicans out here. Um, since then, they've taken away his social media. I saw today that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank uh, told him that he, they can't do business with him anymore. He's losing a lot right now.
1: Yeah, man. That boy, he melted his Something wrong with him, man. I don't know.
0: Okay.
1: It, it's, it's crazy, man. Who, who does that, man? That's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? I understand you both. Like, I'm not a Republican, but... Trump, he helped a lot of people with business, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can say that. Like, most people with business, they came up with Trump. Cause you know what? He, he he know how to help people with business because he got a business. But that's the only good thing I can say Trump did. More than that, you know what I'm saying? People say, when I say, I don't, I don't think he prejudiced because you would have been Congress kind of sense saying some stuff like they did apology D. The, all these people. I think he just ain't never been around no black people, mm-hmm. never raised around them, and just don't want to be around him. I don't know because he would have prejudiced. You would have been him caught him saying nigga. Just, like just like you hear them say, grab him by the pussy. Mm-hmm. He would have been yeah. said that I've got yeah. You would been a cop song. We ain't heard it so, yet. Because look how old. man man, I said this on That man, he would have been. He just so tall like that. Because mm-hmm. you ain't finna doctor to that. Tell me a Paula She finally said a nigga to someone. That she might have caught her. Mm-hmm. You never know. What they but Trump, he looked like some people. You got to look at it. did Deen even look crazy. But then when you pray that you, it shocked you. Trump look crazy to be not He might. But I don't know. I don't think he is. But he might be. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you, you can't always judge a book by the cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, Kanye,
1: you just kind of chalking it up to mental no, illness. No, yeah, it's probably about, like, I'm I thinking mental illness. He wants attention, man. He just got so much money. That's the money drive you crazy. He got too many money.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he do got a lot of money. <laughs> Have yeah, you
0: really met him
1: over the years? Yeah, man, I know, I, I know Kanye He didn't seem mentally ill when you met him, did he? No, when I first met him. I'm just, it's so funny. I'm telling you how I first met Kanye. It's so funny. Uh, we was on the tour bus. We was in Philly. Kanye Wade, you no, know, he didn't you know, want to be Soldier out on the Grammy. He won off Good Life. Mm-hmm. They cheated Soldier because... They said "crank" that mean nothing on the bitch back or something, which it didn't mean that. So they decided to wear it. And the Grammys didn't <laughs> bring him to get it because he had the most sales and everything. We was on the tour bus. Kanye was outside the tour bus. But just like a regular fan. Like I don't know how he knows how tour bus or nothing. I came out of the tour bus. I'm going to go in the hotel. I like the bump. I bumped into the nigga coming out. I said, damn. I said, you, that's easy. That's I said, you Kanye. I, Kanye, I, he wouldn't use it then. He said, Yeah, I said, man, what you doing? He was out there like a nerd, just out there sitting <laughs> out there. He had a little jewelry. He had a he had a bubble coat on. He had a cap on. I said, man, what you doing out here? He said, man, uh, I'm hoping I can meet Soldier. I said, oh, you want to meet Soldier? I said, yeah. He said, yeah, I'm 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 one of his biggest fans, I like him. I like his music. I just want to meet him, man. I said, for real? <laughs> I said, I got you. And I took me to meet Soldier. And Soldier was like shocked and stuff. He said, Man, I love your music, man. You like the stuff he's saying now. Nah. He was saying mm-hmm. it back then. He said, man. I like what you're doing, man. I be following you, man, and we got cool and all that stuff. And then it was like, and we was hanging out all the time. I mean, I remember when uh, he first started dating Kim, when we was when he, she, they used to be in the studio with us, and when we just go by the studio, and when he when he in LA, and just when he was in there, just chilling. Just sometimes, so I just go, I just go up there myself, mm-hmm. and he be feeding me some kind of steak, sprinting off of some. It, it was in LA, or something he ate. It's it steak. It was like steak with noodles or something. It was mm-hmm. so good. It was good. He was getting from an Italian place. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name is. That's some of the best. Why it was like. Steak chopped up, real season. Mm-hmm. When they wasn't in no noodles, it was noodles, but it was kind of big. But it was so good. Mm, he used exactly. to love to eat that all the time.
0: Mm. Now I remember uh, when Kanye was working on that one album, and he had Soldier song on there. Remember when Soldier went off because yeah, yeah. he didn't make the cut? Yeah. Oh my God, what it's happened a, to their relationship at that point?
1: It's it was uh but you know what? I told Soldier man, I think Kanye West outsmarted that nigga smart. You know why? Cause Kanye West got free marketing. Cause soldier get 40,000 for IG posts mm-hmm. and people watch what he do. Kanye, I, told, so I said, so you know what, man? That dude's so smart, he said, what Mike? I said, man, think about this soldier." No, I think outside the box. He said, what Mike? I said, man, Kanye West, he knew if he took you off the app you are gonna go off on his ass. And you went off on his ass and you been promoting how that app. he getting free marketing. He said, Mike, I ain't thinking about like that. I said, hell yeah. yeah. That
0: he cut clean knew he was going to do that. You know, how I
1: told you. Just think about it. He knew Soulja was going to do that shit. Yes.
0: So I think he, he, he outsmarted us. People, you know, push he, people that dude was
1: smart as hell. He outsmarted us. He, he knew Soulja was going to act a damn fool. He took him out the album.
0: Mm-hmm. He made me out the And yeah.
1: everybody in there looking at soldier When he go there they go vibing on mm-hmm. Sprint, people be looking he Look. knew what he was doing. Just think about
0: it. I think he outsmarted us. think about He may be, be outsmarting all of us right now you know, with these what? antics he's doing.
1: man. Think about it. That ain't <laughs> no social <media laughs> damn fool. He took him out there. <laughs> So he knew he was gonna do that shit. I believe it. So that man got a lot. of Man, soldier went off for the man He's for like smart, a month. But he, uh. yeah, but he got a lot of marketing. He, he he spent some money himself, but he got a lot of soldiers. Yeah. And TMZ, everybody was talking about that. He's
0: a marketing guru. Yeah, he Quite outsmarted us isn't he?
1: Cause soldier, even think about that. I told him, I said, man, that motherfucker dog. He he knew <laughs> he knew you was gonna do that shit, bro. He probably didn't like it, even then. But he knew he took you out there. But he would have put it on there. You just wouldn't have been real with himself, but. He knew a guy that he did that, what you were going to do. said, fuck it. He and said, I'm going to take him out for you. I know I'm going to get some, he's going to talk about it, but fuck it. It's free yes, marketing. I and remember that. I
0: remember that. It was it. funny too, yeah. It was hilarious. Now, I, I was know...
1: nigga, I was minding my business. You called me.
0: Right. <laughs> I remember that, like, because he just came out of nowhere. Who
1: cut your hair?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's so... Now, when soldier
1: go off, he goes clean out. Yeah. I don't be having nothing to do with it. I, I clean up stuff like all the crazy stuff he do. I kind of I say, man, don't do that. All the good stuff, I help him make deals and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. get the bag, but like that, that's him. He run his own social media. The Only time I ran the social media was he was locked up in jail. Mm-hmm. I ran it then because somebody had hacked his page, and I got it somehow. I got the, we got. I got people from Instagram to give me his password back, and I, and I I was running his page. I wasn't like posting unless he told me and called me from jail. But I was just running. And I just had to make sure it was straight. You no, know i saying I wasn't checking no messenger. He had too many minutes. but what I did was I would unfollow myself and that bitch every two days and follow myself back.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> no, because
1: he got something to follow. Just say i unfollow. he used to do it for me. I said so. unfollow me, follow me back. He said why, Mike? I said so. Every time you unfollow me, man, and follow me back, I get like twenty five hundred followers. That
0: is crazy. I said yeah.
1: I said in like three days. I said just I'm like man. I said, some man. unfollow me, man. Follow me back. <laughs>
0: oh my god. See, y'all know the signs. You know just, just think
1: all about it. It. Just think about it. He unfollowed me. It ain't gonna say it, but he follow me. he's gonna say he follow you. And yeah. now it's, all, it's gonna, all this, it's all gonna this, be at the top. Now all this, it's gonna, all this friends, everybody follow gonna get a notification. Yeah. So he got seven million followers. Then everybody get a notification. Some of them people gonna follow you, especially yeah. you got an interesting page. Yeah. Wow! So every other day he was in jail for like three. She's probably been doing six, seven. months. he did. I, I was like unfollowing myself, following myself back. Like that's all I would do it. you ain't He said you ain't been in my page, man. I said no, man. How's hey, you know, I said I just been make sure it's straight, make sure you pay. Where ain't got no Instagram, I'm good. I was unfollowing and following myself back like a motherfucker.
0: Look, got them. got But them I wasn't on it now. But I
1: see up like a motherfucker. Was, up. up and See, I would get like ten thousand a week.
0: Damn, yeah, ten thousand a week. Now you got a million followers. How many yeah,
1: he got? About eight, seven, eight. But I was. Un, but I'm saying I wouldn't. I wasn't like doing no social. I wasn't doing no posting on it. Right, just I follow I one thing. Unfollow. He told me yeah, I'm following myself and follow myself back. Damn. Like every like every four days, hey, every three days. I need you days.
0: to uh, unfollow me and follow me back. Okay, I, okay, got, Miami, you. Miami. I got you. I should have told you my park. recipe, man.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, I was doing it like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I need you to do that now. What do you have coming up? I think you have a big birthday soirée uh, in another country. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, country. Uh, yeah, I sent you invite. I'm doing. Uh, I'm celebrating. I'm doing a PT retreat. Uh I'm celebrating 20 years of my company Palm Tree Entertainment. October this year I've been been out of jail uh 20 years. I'm also celebrating 20 years of me making 20 people millionaires. Wow. And I'm I'm celebrating 20 years of me being out of prison and 20 years of my company, 20 years of me making 20 millionaires. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a big party. So it's going to be out the country. So saying, y'all here, Everybody's this, hit me Everybody invited. Up. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna send you an invite. You know I me mean? to hit me. I oh, send Okay, everybody. But you I, I invite you. You, you. you can invite people though. You can invite people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna I'm tell people where it's at uh, the uh, uh probably the week of, but shit. But I can't do it now because we ain't gonna have no hotels there. Everybody's gonna be too many people gonna be there. We ain't gonna have with to stay. Okay.
0: Okay. And and that's which that's all my people get their
1: rooms and stuff first. At
0: the end of the month. So I know a yeah. lot of that is in motion right now. That's yeah, a big celebration. He ready?
1: Look at He ready? He ready for that trip? Huh? Come on down. Come on down. I'll fly you out. You're your husband. Come down. I got you.
0: Okay. That sounds P-T- like a nice time. On PTE. Y'all heard what he said. This PTE. It's for you not playing my records <laughs> that time I would tell you to play them. That's what you it's for. You want me to get fired? No. I would have paid you,
1: you know. You know I had the bag.
0: <laughs> Look, we were taking these FCC, um, like, uh, we had to sign off on these FCC documents I know, I know. quarterly. I know. Talk about no pay all Everybody up in there doing pay
1: Yeah. You know, it's like the door game. You, gotta, you can't let anybody know you're doing it. But you know how they go. Yeah, I know how it goes. But yeah. you know how they go. Not. Yeah, she, wouldn't no she wouldn't take no money. She wouldn't take no money.
0: I was. like this far down on the totem pole. Like it really didn't. I was matter. trying to get like, up
1: the totem pole. I
0: should have threw that damn soldier boy <laughs> on. I was
1: trying to tell you, I was. I was. <laughs> Cause I was like some people that wouldn't even that that wouldn't take no money, and they finally played. I would. I was just. I was. I would bless them because mm. you, know, yeah. you know back then I was a filthy rich summer of a bitch mm-hmm. I had see, that drug money I was spending that drug money then see
0: now now in radio they can track all of it
1: no it's the way you can get around that trust okay me. okay they got mix shows and they, they ain't got to be rotation you can you can play your shit on the mix show you can play my shit No, you can play anything you want on the mix show if my yeah. like on the mix show they gonna call the requesting that bitch
0: you right because they do the mix shows every day yeah, at certain so it hours it ain't about being
1: in the rotation all the time just here, mm-hmm. like I be telling artists they go to a show it's always about, oh, man, play my shit. A DJ, most the times the DJ ain't going to play your shit on the spot because they, they don't like it. They're going to be mad at the DJ. Not not you. They don't know you. So they're going to make the DJ look bad. You don't want to mess his part up. And then you go to a concert. It's twenty thirty thousand 30,000 people. These people ain't going to let you perform. Man, but you know what? Are you cool with a DJ? He play your song in front of 30,000 people? That's better than nothing. People don't look at it. It's something, something better than nothing. Yeah. So you get your shit played in front of 30,000 motherfuckers. You had to pay this DJ 1,000 or 500 or 2,500. It's worth it. Yeah. Cause people like a song, they finna go go find that bitch.
0: They gonna find it, and they got a lot of ways to find it. Yeah. Now. Wow, Miami Mike, see, man, thanks of for C-E-N-E. having
1: me. I told you I was coming. I yes. suppose they did this like two, three years ago.
0: Two, three years ago, and yeah, every time, I every, doing every time, so, every time we was
1: doing this, something happened. I couldn't make it, but, I, I, called, but I, I called her one day. I said, you know, I'm ready to do your podcast, man. Yes. You skipping over me. You won't let me do it. She's no. like, I've been trying to get you. I said, no, I'm calling. that's why I'm calling you.
0: I'm so yeah. glad you came because, you know.
1: And I called you because I told you, because I've been told you I was so You told day. me you
0: was ready and you here. And I really appreciate but you. But I was ready
1: all the time, but I had to go out of town. All this time, I, I had to just like, a like, just like, just like. Tomorrow I got to leave. Like, soldier book this. Sometimes he books up himself. I got to go to SnickerCon in Dallas. I supposed to be going to the Ugly Money and Meet You Summit in Atlanta tomorrow, but now I got to go to SnickerCon. Con. He, you know, he got to promote his new shoe out there at SnickerCon in Dallas. So, so, you know, you got to go. You got to do you got to do, But you're here
0: today, so yeah. I appreciate you. So. I'm proud of you. I'm proud but of they you.
1: They want me to come today, though, but I didn't go. Because going you going came tomorrow. to Berkeley. Yeah, I can't family. do you like that no more. You, <laughs> you want to cut me off then. <laughs> I
0: could
1: not cancel. This man calling me to uh, cancel. No, nah, I was here early. I was here ten minutes early.
0: You were. You got here before my me. My man three
1: fifty, but here like thirty five <laughs> minutes early. We beat be her here. You beat me.
0: You beat
1: me. I'm in the car. I'm in the car. She can walk by the car. Like, they're not either. Like, I was
0: like, I like, yeah, this me.
1: How you know that was me in the car? That's my low key car. I
0: saw the Mississippi tag. You know, I, I know it was. At, I don't never see Mississippi tag. Yeah, my tags man's up got here. a Mississippi
1: tag. You don't know what kind it is. I got I got the NASCAR. You don't know what county it is. They ain't got kind county nothing on it.
0: You right, you right, and then y'all had. No, you so pol- dark. You police I'm a I just play you, I I the fans. I'm just playing
1: the me. fans. I'm with you. I'm with I'm with you though. You know, I
0: miss him, right? Thank but you so much. She's like, oh, I appreciate she's you. Look, <laughs> I want you to she's tell. I miss Imetanz, <laughs> I want you to tell the verbally effective audience how they can continue to follow your amazing journey, how they can, you know, become a millionaire like you, help the people.
1: Man, on uh, well, my social media. I'm CEO, man. Mike, across the board on Instagram, Twitter, Skype, Facebook, all that. And man, just follow your dreams, you know, and, and, and it'll uh, just do it for your love. Don't do it for like you're gonna do it for the money, but like just do it because it's in your heart, man. Because as long as you uh, love what you're doing, you, you're never gonna work a day in your life. So when I, when, when I, when I was in this game, I was uh, I wanted to get some money. Like, I started selling drugs and we was poor. I just wanted to get some money to, like, buy my mom shit. But so I had to ask my mom for money. So I had to have my, ask my dad for money. I just wanted to have my own money, but I was doing it the wrong way. But so when I got in it, I came up big in it because I became one of, like, the biggest drug dealers in Mississippi. But I wasn't planning on it. I just I got into it just to make some money so I could help people out, so I can buy people stuff. You no, know, I wasn't just in it for myself, you know what I'm saying? And, and the same with the music being there. But, you know... Uh, my goal, like I was talking to Jay-Z one time, is how many people you make make money make money. So like I say, I am I done made 30 people millionaires, and I'm still accounting. So that made me feel good to help other people with their business this ventures to get to the next level. Because I feel like if you ain't helping nobody else get it to the next level, you can't help everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's more monumental when you just helping other people become millionaires. Like it's said people got the money, but people lose money. You got to look at 90% of the NFL, the NBA players, and sports people go broke because they don't know how to manage their money. They don't have financial education. And you know, people make wrong investments, all that. You can get the money and go broke. Like I'm friends with C. Harvey. He said he went broke like three times. Mm-hmm. I'm friends with uh, Tyler Perry told me, he went. He was homeless one time. You no, know, I know a lot of people had money that they went broke again. Like David Ballanty, he was. He was. He had went homeless a couple. He was staying in his van one time. So it's a lot of these people out here that got money. Man, they had to go through a lot of stuff and they lost it when they got it. like Tiffany. Had it. She was had it. She was homeless. Like a lot of these people, they they don't tell their stories. You know what I'm saying? I never been homeless because I always had somewhere I could stay. Uh, if it was a girl house or whatever, uh, my mama house, whatever. But but you know. I know lost money. I know I've been broke a lot of times, like in the dope game or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I know I had money, lost it, and got it back because I'm a hustler. And people be letting stuff get to them, man. As long as you got a breath, you can get it, man. Health is wealth, man, you know. As long as you got a breath, when you get to the bag, it can always be worse, man. You crying about stuff that can be fixed. You got your arms, your legs, your state of mind. You can always get stuff. Like I, like I said, uh, I, I had a rich friend in Miami. His dad worth 500 men. He died. His dad had cancer. He's a man, He get all that money back to have his health. So he can make some more yeah. money. Always. So, man, it just, it just like, and just do people how you want to be treated, man. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just treat people how you want to be treated, all the way, because you can't be snobbish with people and all this stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who are we seeing on the bottom of the podium? They might be on the top. Like, uh, like I say, like, I, I this guy I know, he was he was my boy DJ assistant. Now, this motherfucker, the president of Def Jam. I'm like, what mm. the fuck? Like, man, how the fuck you get to? He's man, I'm just a president now. Like, man, I meant you was DJ assistant. You know what I'm saying? DJ, that's a, uh, Jimmy I've been there for you, but it's just, just like, you never know, you gotta treat people how you want to be treated. Like me, I'm humble because I've been through much stuff and I just, I just, I've been through so much stuff, and I just want people to treat me how I want to be treated, you know what I'm saying? That's how I am, you know what I'm saying? I don't f- switch up on people, none of that. My, my word is my bond. If I borrow $100 from you, I'm gonna pay you $100 back. Same, uh-huh. I expect you to do the same <laughs> to me. <laughs> if 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 I bought loan you $100, but I just treat people how I wanna be treated, man. And my dad always told me, uh, don't uh don't graveyard people. So my morals I live by I live by I treat people how I wanna be treated and uh it's about respect and I, I I I I live by my word. Lose your word, you're a liar and 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 lose your balls, you a bitch. And like I said, don't graveyard people. What and what graveyard means is uh just say you go to the restaurant or something with your friends, you you and 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 they buy for you all the time. That's graveyard, and you gotta flip it up. See, a graveyard always take bodies in, you know, and never issue take, nothing take. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you gotta like if I go out with my friends and we I buy. Not, not, I'm not counting my employees and nobody like that. And uh, if I buy a dinner. This time they'll buy. Next time I we split it. about I buy two times, they gonna buy two times. If I buy three, they gonna buy three. I will split it. You know what I'm saying? I used to be with friends all the time that we get to the club. They left their money at home or something like that all the time. Never pay you back. They left their wallet because
0: they knew you was on yeah, to Yeah, they left pay. their wallet
1: and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and now I'm with motherfuckers. We be at the table. We playing credit card roulette. We now throw our cards and whoever whoever card go to pick out the ball, that's who gotta mm-hmm. pay. So mm-hmm. it's you know what I'm saying? Just how you roll and and are circling around. You know what I'm saying? You no know, every. It's just, it just like, man, just just, just do what you love, man, and 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 and, and it'll come, man. Just just, I don't care what nobody say. Just do it like me. I just get people CDs. People just talk about me like people come back to Oh, that nigga, he a dope deal. He don't know fuck about no fucking music. That nigga a dope That nigga don't know shit about no fucking music. He a dope boy. You know what I'm saying? People just tell me all that stuff, man. I will not even worry about it because my mind is strong because I like, man, people hate on Jesus Christ. He never did nothing. He ain't in them killer. He died for our sins. And he only had twelve followers and the king had okay. twelve million, they jealous his twelve followers. So mm. this man ain't never smashed nobody girlfriend. Nothing. Didn't <laughs> he ain't never did nothing, you know what I'm saying? He had no Twitter. Stuff, but they, so so they people gonna hate let your hate be speak unmotivated, you know what I'm saying? And you they got a dream believe
0: like a big light around them that that's yeah. undeniable.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and they yeah. can feel yeah. your energy.
1: Yeah, and your dreams, man, you just gotta follow, them, man, you know what I'm saying? You gotta chase them chase your dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like a farmer when it, when it rains if it don't rain for six or seven months, its crops will die. But you know what? He praying every day that it rain the next day, so okay. for, so his crops can grow. So you got to do the same about your dreams. You got to run out to him and then pray for it too. You know.
0: All right, Miami Mike, motivational speaker, future podcaster, CEO, it of PTE, A One Consulting, the Soap Shop. He got it going on. Make sure you guys follow my good friend from Batesville, Mississippi, Miami Mike. He has really turned his life into something beautiful. And I wanted to give him his flowers today and let you know that we we see what you're doing. We appreciate what you're doing. And you do have supporters out here that are really me. watching your grind. Thanks for
1: having me. Thanks you're for having me. welcome. I told you I was coming. I called you. You I'm did. up. My pull-up game strong.
0: You was ready. My pull-up
1: game is strong.
0: You pulled up. Beat you here. Beat me here. Beat me here. Thank you, Miami Mike. And thank you all for listening yet again to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast.